Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book Two, Fall of the Void. Greetings, travelers from galaxies beyond. This is The Pod Has Been Cast, a sci-fi Dungeons and Dragons space epic. Who's playing with me today? My name is Robert Leahy. I use he, him pronouns, and I am playing Counselor Xandar <laughs> Rednecks, who also uses he, him pronouns. Hey, y'all. My name is Bianca Phipps. I use they, them pronouns, and I'll be playing Hart, who also uses they, them pronouns. My name is Carlos Olmedo. I use he, him pronouns, and I play Rain Hall Winter, who uses she, her pronouns. We are up to our, our necks, our little skinny necks oh. in plot right now. So I really do think we need to call up one of our friends from the pot has been cast to uh, break it all down for us. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, Tanya, come here. I need you to record a log of what happened last time on the pot has been cast. Okay? So Hestia rescued us from those pods and we were covered in goop. She told us that four years have passed and called an emergency council meeting. Now, as we headed to the meeting, a little girl was frightened by heart because apparently there were a lot of Voidforged who joined Antithesis in the war. So people aren't too excited to see them around anymore. Hart was able to calm her down a little. At the council, we were reunited with a few of our loved ones, but we got straight to business. The council couldn't agree on how to handle our return and what we should do next in the war against Antithesis. Xandar sat in the Gith Council seat and took charge. After we finally convinced them to work together, everyone mobilized and started preparing for our respective missions. My stepmom, Lucina, told me that my mom, who seems to have betrayed us and joined the other side, is actually a mole and is feeding us information. I hope that she's okay. So as um, Hestia sort of takes you out of the council chambers and into a um, sort of separate room, it seems like she might be like taking you to her office. Um, you see she gets a like call and um, you can hear Donnie on the other end um, saying, the caravan's back. And um, Hestia says, make sure every single electronic device goes through quarantine before it gets anywhere near this tree. I want you to see to it personally, Donald. And um, she hangs up. Um, and she takes you into her office. The door sort of like clicks close behind it and you see like all the shades <laughs> go down. And she like sort of like puts a hand to her lips as she like sort of waves a wand in the air. And you see like the wall sort of like pulsate with light as she sits down at the other end of her desk. So we went with the truth then. Affirmative. Yeah, we've learned our lesson. Well, it was certainly risky. But somehow, you three have once again managed to escape death. Great. So, so does this make you like our boss now? <laughs> it does. Can I do an inside right. check on that? Is she lying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go inside. Uh, 19. Uh, she's your boss. Cool. Nice. Um, cool. I give her a little salute. Uh, actually, I, I, why? I do not mean to be presumptuous. Perhaps it will come off that way. Why were you not seated at the elven seat in the council? <laughs> Could you imagine the uproar if I were to take the elven seat? 
Now, the Elven Counselor finds it sufficient to take credit for my advancements, and the days of me being in the spotlight are long since past. The Council needs someone that can get the job done and doesn't mind getting their hands dirty. That does seem One to be your relationship with the Elves. That's my relationship with a lot of people. After the corruption, as they've been calling it, most of the original members of the council were outed. Their personal files leaked to the public. We thought at the time that it was the work of some sort of vagrant hacker. This was all part of Antithesis' design. So chaos throughout the void. This is a new council, with the exception of the Creaturian counselor, who, I suppose, has no dirt on him. Good to know. Very wise. Wields old influence. Hmm. Sure, I suppose. What was the caravan? Well, as navigating the void is much more treacherous than it once was, especially without the aid of artificial intelligence. It is safer for ships to group up and travel together. Our navigation systems are all untrustworthy, as are our communications. Too often are our freighters routed directly into enemy territory. Affirmative. That makes unfortunate sense. I, I, heart is like remembering Antithesis being like, what do you want? I can send a freighter into the sun if you'd <laughs> like. Um, mm. uh, uh, so what is next? It seems as if the Dwarven Counselor is quite concerned with the Gobbler, but there are other matters to attend to, I assume. Indeed, I have heard to exhaustion about the Gobbler. Personally, it's not my greatest concern. Although, I can understand if you want to investigate. The Gobbler was actually last seen in the creature system. What is your current greatest concern? The weapon. We need a way to strike a blow to end this battle. We lost half a battalion just sending them across the void. If we can end this in one shot, destroy the human homeworld perhaps, that could be the ticket. Do you think that is wise? Is human displacement not what was twisted to achieve these ends? Well, if the humans weren't happy with what they had before, perhaps they can learn what it's like to have nothing. Hmm. This is the same cyclical logic that got us into this mess in the first place. It's going to just keep repeating. Please, tell me your plan. We have to find a natural way to navigate through the void. We can't be relying on technology anymore. We need to go back to the roots before we had all of this AI technology. Once we have that sort of navigation, we can find our way towards the gobbler, retrieve it for the dwarves, as well as retrieve the cannon. I agree. But true voidfarers these days are hard to come by, especially those willing to risk life and limb. Well, well, well. Perhaps, <laughs> lucky for us, the best pilot in the void just woke up. Reginald should be with the caravan. <laughs> Not asleep. Slam dunked. She yeah, can tell jokes me. too. <laughs> I actually perk up. I perk up at the mention of Reg being 
with the caravan and I would like to um I would like to, you know, speak with them or meet up with this caravan. You know, if we're not being like sent on a mission right away, I think that like seeing Bridge would feel pretty good right now. Very well. Make your way down to the docking area. I'm sure you can encounter Reginald there if you wish to speak to him for some strange reason. But afterwards, I want you to access the private docks. Restricted docks. Your access should get you there now. There's something there I want you to see. Yes, ma'am. One more thing before we leave. Hestia, what happened to the tree? When the corruption started, there was a massive power outage on the crossing, even being without power for a short period of time. Parts of the tree were exposed directly to the void. That sort of damage is hard for it to recover from. Our systems, water, electricity, they're all strained now without the confluence to help run them. Caring for a tree that has grown this large is growing too difficult. Many are fleeing back to Olympia, performing the safety of a planet, opposed to floating around in space. We don't have the hands, and we don't have the technology, and I fear soon we will lose the crossing. Even now in the roots, the root wardens, becoming more violent by the day. The, Affirmative. The beings that that called the roots home, the ones that we met. They're incensed. It makes sense. I suppose. So we will go speak with Reginald and then to the secret docks? Indeed. I tried to persuade him to come with you. You'll need a crew. Affirmative. Yeah, And you'll also need a heading. (laughs) I have too much to do. I'm not going to give you orders. You tell me where you're most useful. Otherwise, Um, I'll send you straight to Homeworld. We'll start with the docks, see what you need us to see, and maybe that'll influence our heading. Yeah. Well then, why are you still standing here? If we need to get in touch with you, I suppose there is no way to do so. We can call within the crossing. Everything here has been tested and gapped, but... As soon as you leave here, communication becomes a lot more difficult. You'll need a communications officer, someone that knows what they're doing. Affirmative. It would be absurd to imagine building a separate confluence, correct? Not absurd, but difficult. The process has already started on Olympia, but to build something that could rival what Antithesis already is could take generations. We don't have that sort of time. Affirmative. I am not going to tell her just yet about what I think is inside of me because I want to be able to present it to her with certainty. Um, And also, I think Hart is feeling a little overprotective over whatever is inside of them. Um, But I think that that is certainly a thought that they're having, is if, if, if what is inside is thesis, then perhaps that can help with the assistance of building something to rival antithesis, maybe. And, and uh, Xandar will say, uh, then we'd better get moving. And I will take off my hat and give a very large, like, performative bow, the type that a gif may have given to an elf, sort of in the 
first days of our freeing and like out of that old fashioned respect for the gift used to have for the elf, like very performative. <laughs> Delightful. I forget you certainly have a charm about you, Mr. Ratnex, or should I say Counselor Ratnex. Mm-hmm. You're playing no entirely different playground now. Everyone's I, watching. I learned the rules quick. I should hope so. Get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> there she is. Yeah. Bye. There she is. <laughs> I walk out like straightening my collar, being like, she called me counselor. <laughs> um, I, I want to drop something on her desk really quick as as we're leaving. <laughs> Go bomb. Yeah, bomb. No, it's um a magical tinkering like coin that has an image that I created of her and the mind flare together. Fan art. Okay. Fan art. Fan art. Yeah, roll me. I guess here. Here's what I'll do. Roll me a performance check, but instead of charisma, add your intelligence. Okay. Nineteen. Nice. Not bad. Okay. She's gonna definitely try to post that. Down into that shit. Fuck me, Hestia. Um, she uh, picks up the coin and sort of glares at it. Do you think I require such trinkets? No, but I thought it was nice. We're gonna put it. We're gonna put a stop to this. This whole cycle. I'll keep it, but only because the coin itself is worth something. And she uh, slips it into her pocket. We're getting her. Yeah, I head out. Yeah. <laughs> One at a time. We're going to soften her up. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else because we're going to fuck it up. So yep. we better go. Yeah, I'm out of go, there. Go, 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 go. Um, you all make your way to the docks. Uh, the docks are sort of towards the middle of this tree. And as soon as you get there, remember you were down here before earlier on in the game, there were a bunch of like vendors and people going to different locations. Um, you saw that fucking sign for the Heck Olympics and for the GIF um, embassy sort of meeting. Oh. Um, but now it's just pure chaos. You see there are a ton of people down here and they're all like, look like they're scrambling to try to get somewhere. You see people crowding around like ticket counters trying to get passage to different systems, trying to get off Fay Crossing seems to be the general vibe. Uh, you'll also see a group of protesters um, that uh, seem to be being like kind of held back by Crossing Guard um, to uh, limited success. Uh, but it's definitely like pretty wild down here. And you also see the beginnings of this caravan starting to load into the dock, um, being led by the decision maker. <gasps> That's our ship. Wow. Oh boy. I would like to what I want to know a sight for sore eyes. Can I see from where we are what exactly the protesters are protesting? A real perception. Okay. Um I think meaning 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see signs that say things like no more overcrowding. Um the routes have been abandoned. Um, uh, but a few of these signs say no more gith rejects, no more refugees. Send them back. Yikes. Okay, never mind. I was about to walk over there and be like, <laughs> what's going on? But these guys seem like a-holes. Um, and uh, uh, I think I just I think I just take note of that. 
um, that that is sort of like, it's just more information for the data bank. Like that is sort of like the, the political climate that we have. Fair. And I think with that 15, as you sort of see that, you sort of trace the line for like what they're being held back from. And you see kind of in the loading area where these ships are starting to like sort of taxi in, um, you see like a small group of what look like um, Gith to you. Hmm. Do they um, appear to be Gith Sarai or Gith Yanki? Can I tell that from this distance? From that check and from this distance, I don't think you would know. Okay. Um, but I will I will sort of like point it out to my friends. Like I'll, I'll gesture over to the protesters and then point towards the, the refugees um, and, and, and just say like, in case of an emergency, I do believe our protection would be best served over there. Um, and I gesture towards the refugees. Not that I think it's going to get violent, but just in case. They weren't, they're not coming off the decision maker, right? Uh, no, but Xandar, why don't you give me a perception check with advantage? Okay. Why, is there somebody I recognize among the group of guys? That is a dirty 20. Nice. Oh, yeah, you see Bob. No. Um, <laughs> Bob, hey! See. Ah, you oh, so and so. <laughs> we do a secret handshake with our invisible Githyanki mage hands. <laughs> um, with that high of a check, I'll say that you, um, after Hart sort of points these people out to you, you um, immediately can tell that they're gifts or I. Um, that is something inherent in you. I think an average person sort of looking at a gift Yankee standing next to Gizzer, I would not be able to tell the difference. Yeah, there's not much. I don't think there is much of a physical difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But what you super notice is one of the ships in this caravan is definitely a uh, gift Yankee battle cruiser. Ooh. Um, It's trademark sort of silver paneling. Uh, does it have a name or like military regalia on it, or do I like recognize this as a defector? Um. Well, let's see. I think from so. So you tell me sort of how Gith Yankee ships would be named. Would they? I, I imagine they could be like sort of more regimented, like number classification. Uh, but they could also have like specific names. Yeah, I think that that sounds right, that it would be like numbers and classifications, but I think that there would be symbols on it of its mm. affiliation. Yeah, you see um, that the affiliation is definitely, um, this is Githyanki, like, main battalion. Like, this is, like, probably a ship that's seen battle. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, like, an older ship that maybe would have been taken out for, like, a uh, parade, like a military tattoo, something like that, mm-hmm. um, probably would not be in service. It's kind of like old, like, like it's an older design, still functional, completely functional, but just like not as modern as gift ships that you've seen uh, lately. Um, so you imagine it's probably a decommissioned uh, gift battle cruiser from its regalia. Interesting, but but I wouldn't know necessarily if it was currently like active and affiliated with the Gith Interplanar Defense Force, or I guess now the Gith Yankee Defense Force? Yeah, I mean, I don't think you would have a good way of knowing that for sure. Okay. Um, but you know that it once probably was. Interesting. All right. Uh, these poor Githsarai are being met with uh, inhospita- inhospitality. I, I, I don't appreciate that. Um, I want to look at my friends and say... Uh, are we going to make face or are we just going straight to Ridge? I think if you would like to greet the refugees as an official councilman, it would maybe put them at ease. But I am not opposed to simply going to meet Reginald. 
Is that what we're going to call him now? Yeah, I mean, it gets under his skin if you call call him it to his face, but we like to raz the boy. (laughs) Reginald, yeah. Reginald. Uh, okay. All right, then I then I would like to I would like to uh, extend an olive branch and and I will walk to the group of Gitsurai and uh, welcome them. Yeah, describe your approach. Hmm. Describe your approach. Uh, I will um, I will walk confidently towards the group and try to. How many of them are there? Um, you probably count around maybe like twenty five. 25, okay. I'll try to at least make eye contact with a few of them as I approach, sort of the ones that seem to be the ones that the others are grouping around, you know, like the sort of inherent leaders of the group. Sure. And uh, and I will approach and I will say, um, welcome, I'm Counselor Xandar Radnax. You have a home here. Um, yeah, you see, uh, the, they all sort of like, kind of like take a step back as you approach. They're sort of like looking at you, automatically identifying you as Gith Yonki. Um, and you see one of them, an older, uh, Githzerai sort of steps forward and speaks to you in your mind as is their sort of preference. Cool. And, um, you hear in your mind, counselor, who are you to take this seat? Just filling a vacancy. If there's a more qualified party, I encourage you to nominate them. Um, roll for persuasion. Let's let's get a general tone for how this uh, conversation goes. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I mean, this is a twenty-four. I'm killing these persuasion <laughs> checks. You got all that but like eighteens and nineteens on these persuasion checks. Yeah, remind me to give you dis- uh, disadvantage. Um, <laughs> as as just a custom. Uh, yeah, you see sort of steps forward, like kind of like approaches you, sort of like looking you over. Um, says again in your mind, you can sense that this is sort of like a hive mind that all these gith are sharing um, and they're just sort of like letting you into it. I mean, you sense immediately their apprehension, um, anger, uh, fear. Uh, and uh, this Gisarai, um says to you, what Githyanki would claim that seat? You were not with the Githyanki that currently destroy our home. Who are you? Where do you come from? I will be perfectly candid with you. I was a defector of the Gith Interplanar Defense Force. I thought better of my people's, our people's, decadent ways. The dividing lines that grew bolder between us no longer stand. The old ways are gone. We must now come together we must now be one race, the Gith. <laughs> um, you see that they all start, you can hear them whispering to each other sort of in their minds. Are you saying all this out loud or are you talking to them like sort of within the brain space? Safer? In the brain space, baby. <laughs> on <laughs> astral <laughs> level. Heart yeah, and they're all sort, sort of, of just like, like standing yeah. there watching this silent interaction. <laughs> like, Do you think I they're okay? Well. <laughs> um, and this is like normally like not a way that Githyanki would sort of like deign to communicate with a Gizrai, sort of like opening up your minds to each other and speaking in this way. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you are doing so, so well, I think is boding well. Um, they're all like sort of whispering to each other. They seem like, kind of confused, but you are starting to detect, like, um, as these people are extremely, like, sort of empathic, some, like, notes of, like, hope starting to appear, um, but also that terror is still there, and as this is happening, 
um, you hear from behind you spoken out loud, Zan. And um, Xander, as you on my neck stands up, <laughs> you see this um, battle cruiser has um, parked, parked. I don't know, docked, sure. and um, people are starting to uh, disembark. And you see uh, Dak standing there, um, holding a baby in his hand, and a woman from the crowd sort of screams and like runs forward and like scoops the baby out of Dak's hand. He's like, "Don't worry, we found her. We found her. It's okay." Um, and she, like, returns um, to the group, like, uh, clutching this baby. Um, Dak walks up to you. You're awake. And you made it back safely. Yeah. I guess, uh, once again, you were a bad influence on me. I hope they didn't treat you too poorly. Um, he sort of, like, moves his, like, collar of his shirt, and you do see, like, some scars there. And he's like, nothing I couldn't handle. Um... Assuming you're no longer affiliated? I couldn't stand with my people after I saw what they were doing to our home world. And I couldn't shake what you had said to me back in that cell. So when I heard about your uh, condition, I figured somebody needed to take up the mantle of crazy, free gif. Well, I'm... Glad to be on the same side as you again. Yeah, seems right. You'll be anyway, around? Uh, maybe for a little while, but there are a lot more people that need saving. That's right. You can do a lot of good. You had a lot of making up to do. Yeah. Good to see you, Xander. Um, and he sort of goes back to the ship to help more people off. I'll turn back. I'll immediately turn <laughs> back to uh, Heart and um, uh, Rain and be yeah, like, "What's her name?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like blushing. I'm like all blushed. I'm like really. Uh, uh, I'll be like, "Oh, that was kind of weird, huh?" <laughs> I put my I put my hand on your shoulders. I say, "Are you okay?" <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Just feel like I saw a ghost. Uh, when your we vital see- signs are peaking. <laughs> Don't analyze me right now. <laughs> Apologies. When we see Shale, let's not talk about that. <laughs> Affirmative. I have yeah, already erased weird. it from my memory bank. <laughs> As you say that, you hear um, from uh, uh, sort of the the... the front of this docks um somebody uh yelling up eat up cucks it's dinner time jesus um the myth the legend red reggie disembark from the decision maker i want that um, on merch <laughs> eat up cucks it's dinner time <laughs> his hair is sort of grown into this like fiery mane that still sort of glows and pulsates as um he talks um it's just like a uh, you know he was already kind of your age um when you had first met Rain, um, but now he's like probably a little bit older than you, just like a tiny bit older than you. Oh man! I mean, you see that his muscles just seem like a bit more defined. He just seems like a like a tiny bit taller, but not dramatically so. Um, but it seems to be just sort of walking with a bit more confidence, or 
not confidence. He always had confidence. Walking with, uh, I don't know, roll an insight check. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> me. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> um, like, curious for the for the folks following along at home, are you trying to imply that Red Reggie got hot while we were unconscious? That's what I was going to say. Angling towards, but I do want that insight check. I rolled a 19. Yeah. And I just want to say, before you tell me what happens with that 19, <laughs> yeah, okay. folks at home, if you're like opening up your Word document to start your fan fiction of a rain, it just just close it. Just delete rain it and go to bed. <laughs> just go to bed. All right. Objectively, platonically, Rain, you can tell that Red Reggie does seem a little bit hotter than okay. the last time. Platonically, I can accept that. Yeah, it doesn't that. stir anything in you necessarily, but you can objectively see that Red Reggie just seems to like be sort of different. Um, and as he sort of gets down from the ship, you see like a bunch of like people sort of like swarm him and he's like sort of signing autographs and shit. Um, and, Nothing has changed. Uh, uh. Seems like having a great time. <laughs> I I want to approach uh, and sort of make my way like part the crowd and say, <laughs> Rich, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it's good well, to well, see well. you. If it isn't Sandork, awake from your whittle nap. I'm gonna hug him too. Uh, dude, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> be, be chill. Fuck. Be chill, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, Reg. I just. Damn, it's nice to see you. How you yeah. been? I hear Red you've Reggie made. Red is nice to see. Feast I hear you've made eyes. quite a name for yourself. Yeah, Red Reggie's on that freedom fighter shit now, liberating people. Delivering supplies to the needy. Red Reggie's fucking generous like that. Hell yeah, Red. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, say, uh, we're putting a crew together. You know, me, uh, Hart, and, uh, oh, and Rain. And I'll point over to Rain. And I go, no, oh. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Red Reggie's expression doesn't change. Oh, <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, we can coexist. I'll I'll say to Reg, um, you know, we've been tasked with uh, getting back the gobbler. Now, wouldn't that be a hell of a ship to pilot? Uh, you see, he like puts his like hands up to his mouth, and he makes like a very distinct like sort of like fart sound into his hands. Nice. <laughs> Look at Zandork. You have a mission. You want to recruit the Red Reggie to fly with you? Uh, Red Reggie should be recruiting you, Zandork. Hey, I never said I was the captain. Um, and then you hear good because your ship's taken. Yeah. And you see uh, Cassiopeia at the top of the game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Casabia comes down sort of in like refurbished um, uh, void armor, uh, clanks down the uh, uh, gangway, um, and just sort of like grabs you by your collar, uh, Xander, and just like pulls you in for a very like hard hug. Nice. Yeah, I mean, that's we're friends with heart now. So yeah. we're, <laughs> we're friends with heart. We've dealt with a lot of hard hugs. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Um, she pushes strong. you aside and brings you in rain. And um, her, she, uh, she, she does the same. She hugs Aww. you too. Yeah, I hug her back. Oh, Captain, my Captain. It we is very you, good to see you. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck happened to you three? Well, it is a bit of a story, but I suppose we could discuss it over frozen pizza. Uh, 
Wow. Hmm? I thought my frozen pizza days were behind me. It could Say, be um, a make your do own Do you know what's going party. on out here? What? <gasps> do you know what's going on out here? Um, uh, Hestia filled us in on a bit of the details. Yes. You see your face kind of drops when you say Hestia. Figures. Are you too unfriendly? It doesn't matter. I'm just happy to see you three. It matters a little to me, but I will not press the issue until you are ready to talk about it. Um, she looks at Reg. Reg, go ahead and um, move the ship into dry dock. We need to make those repairs we talked about. Um, Red Reggie um, looks at you and says, Red Reggie respects your sort of mm, authority. <laughs> um, Red Reggie recognizes it, but Red Reggie does this of his own volition <laughs> and um, sort of moon walks away from all of it. I'll, I'll turn to the others and be like, that was big for him. That was big. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Affirmative. He's making progress. Just step forward. I'm proud We're of that boy. Of him. <laughs> yeah, I think um, your old friend Durgan did a real number on that kid. Yeah, he wasn't exactly a father figure. Uh, but what's this I hear about you trying to steal my pilot? Well, uh, we uh, are sort of putting together a crew, hoping to get the band back together. <laughs> oh, really? Under whose banner? Under yours, if you'll have us, and I'll Please. bow. <laughs> yeah, we all bow. <laughs> we all bow. Hold up. You're putting together a crew for me? Yeah, just like old times. <laughs> I don't even know what the job is. Hey, well, but it could be cool. That is sort of the bonus. Hestia said that we would decide what our mission was, so it's something we could discuss. Well, just so you know, my dragon hunting days are far behind me. I would like to speak with you on that, if we may. Not now, I necessarily, but soon. Yeah, let me get this uh, ship taken care of, and um, I don't know, where are y'all staying at? Oh, well, um, I don't know. <laughs> we haven't, <laughs> we've been, we don't have a place. I, do, I am unsure, wow. and I look at the other two. Like, I, I, I assume that the apartment that we used to live in yeah. is gone. I suppose we haven't I, gotten that far yet. Yeah, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta be honest with you guys. I've been running on adrenaline this whole time, and I, the moment you said that, I'm really tired. I just really got hit with it. All right, look, I got the same number as I had last time. Just hit me up when you're ready to chat. Somewhere private, preferably. I'll bring... um. The monster with me sort of gestures towards uh, Rod Reggie. <laughs> it's not so bad once you sort of figure him out. Thanks, Captain. And I'm sorry about Orion. What did Hestia tell you? Well, I suppose not much, but I just know that y'all were close, and I'm assuming he's gone. Yeah, well, not nearly gone enough, right? Suppose not looking at the state of things. Well, you think you know somebody. They always find a way to let you down. I'll talk to y'all. And um, she heads off. Love you, Captain. Love you, Captain. <laughs> Bye, Captain. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Wow. So um, glad she's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Donnie approaches. Um, might have been tailing you this whole time. You're not going to lose your Definitely room sort of for a powerful wizard on this absolutely. crew. Uh, what? Uh, what? Can you not hear me? There we go. 
Oh shit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Donnie just sort of looks confused and says, um, "What?" Well, I don't want to be presumptuous, but you, of course, can come with us if you would like. Well, I work for Hestia now, so I guess I'd have to talk to her. Are you ready to go to the restricted area? Affirmative. Yeah. Cool. Follow me. Ani starts leading you deeper into the docks. Um, I do follow him, but I want to like I, I I as we're walking, I want to ask again, um, like I'll like wheelie up next to him, um, and say, um, how long has Birdie been gone? Haven't seen him for about maybe two and a half years since Hestia showed up. Are the two incidences related? Yeah, you could say that. Hmm. Would you like to elaborate more? Um, he stops walking. He didn't like me working with her, and he left. That's it. I'm sorry. That must be very difficult. Why? It's not like we were friends or anything. I barely knew him. You kept his tooth. You <laughs> see, so he like reaches like for something like on like under his like shirt, like, and then he like sort of pulls his hands away, and he's like, "I'll probably never talk to him again." So, it doesn't matter. But he's out there somewhere. I'm sure. He's probably fucking something up like normal. Probably. But he's definitely alive. Maybe. I'm glad you're alive, too. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I'm good at, right? Surviving. One of many. Shall we continue? Uh, he leads you on. Uh, he takes you to, like, a back elevator. Um, your uh, uh, sort of identification lets you through this. Um, he doesn't go any further, though. I'm not allowed down there, so I'll wait for you all up there when you're up here when you're done. Affirmative. Do you want us to tell you what's below? If Hestia wanted me to know, she would have told me. That's not an answer. Uh, the elevator door closes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I turn to my friends and I'm going to go, I will crack him one day. Yeah. Not real, physically. Real piece of work, that kid. <laughs> Damn, four years hasn't changed. <laughs> the elevator goes down and you find yourself like um, sort of in like another dock facility, except this one is like pretty much barren. At the far end of the dock, though, you recognize unmistakably the Star Corsair. Uh, but there appears to be sort of like a wall of some kind around it. You see a number of um, what look like sort of like lab techs sort of working down here. And as you approach, uh, one of them uh, walks up to you. Um, that seems like oddly familiar to you all in some way, um, but sort of like walks up and says, Hestia told me that you all were coming down here, but um, I'll need your, any sort of electronic devices you have before you move on me on this point. I, I pull out a definitely not functional, not charged boost mobile six. <laughs> yeah, he puts it inside of a crate. Um, he sort of points to your head. Uh, those glasses too. Oh yeah, I, you keep these. Um, he looks at you, heart just sort of gives you a once over. Anything? I pull out my my boost mobile phone, which is also dead and non-functional. Um, but I sort of like gesture to myself. Um, I'm I I say I am I am unsure if. I count as an electronic? He won't be able to affect you in your current state. Or at least in his current state. Uh, <laughs> I was told that I was supposed to check you specifically, Miss uh, Hallwinter. Yeah, oh. feel free. I mean, 
to be honest with you, I start like unclasping the watch. I say, um, I've been wanting to make sure that this was clean before I went anywhere first. So I would. That's what we do down here. So I can take a look for you. Great. I would appreciate that. I mean, so he like puts the, um, sort of like an airport, puts it on a conveyor belt. It goes into the back of the room. I mean, uh, he like sort of gestures to these like metal detector looking things. He's like, go ahead and step through. Um, Hmm. You're allowed full access as far as I was told. What is your name? Uh, My name is, uh, oh, fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) Not that familiar, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, fuck you all. Fuck you Uh, no, this is, uh, Jovar? Yeah, Jovar. I was oh. just thinking that. Oh, my God. Oh. oh. Whoa. I, I sort of stared at him, which is, I'm imagining is vaguely unsettling, but maybe not. It's not like you can tell when I'm staring and when I'm not staring, but I, I, it's just weird to be like, whoa, we knew you or a version of you, but not you. Do you say that? No. No, okay. certainly not. No, I just really threw the metal detector. And then he goes about his work. Um, you see, it looks like there's like a bunch of like work being done down here, but it all seems very low tech. Uh, like pe- these people are like writing on paper and um, writing up on like dry erase boards. Uh, you don't see any like laptops or tablets or anything like that oh, down here cool. being worked on. Cool. Yeah. cool. Smart. It is cool. It is cool. <laughs> it is cool. Um, I want to turn, a, turn your dry like, race marker. Hey, this place is a little <laughs> more my speed, and I'm like looking around. <laughs> um, uh, I would like to, uh, as we're like approaching the ship, I sort of like want to stop my friends um, and tell them. Um, I look at them both, um, and I say, "Whatever data we extracted, I believe is still inside of me. I do not know yet what it is, but I wanted you two to know." Yeah, I've, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Um, part of the reason why I wanted to get my watch cleaned is because I promised you a long time ago when we were in that simulation that uh, I was going to help you kind of do a little digging into the data that's inside of you. That offer still stands, but I wanted to make sure that my tech was as clean as possible so that it didn't become corrupted. Affirmative. You hear like a couple of like sirens go off. Um, and you look in the back of the room and it seems like as your things are going through the machine, like it's just like letting off some alerts and you see a couple more people like sort of stand up and go over by the machines. It looks like they're working on something having to do with your belongings. Okay. Mm. I trust them. I do not know if it is thesis, but if so, even a small part of him would perhaps be helpful to the efforts. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, agreed. If it is, he has not spoken to me, but I am... Hopeful. Uh, you see the gangway to the ship is open, and it looks like whatever they're doing down here has something to do with a Star Corsair. I will take the lead. I'll follow. Okay. Uh, you step onto the ship. Um, the uh, <laughs> As you're like sort of approaching it, you see like somebody coming out of it, um, a uh, technician. Um, she's sort of like, her hair looks kind of like a mess. Um, she almost like she's been in there for a while. Uh, she looks kind of tired, um, yawns as she like walks past all of you and she's like, good luck with that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you all kind of approach the ship and the doors slide open as you approach. As I enter the ship, it goes through Xandar's head when Orion said, you and I will do great things together. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and as that I goes through enter. your head and you enter, 
the cool ship um, smells the same, looks the same. Uh, you hear, well, hey there, Voidfarer. I missed you. I missed you too in some kind of very, very strange way. Now, they don't let me have too much news of the outside world in there. Oh, in here. But, uh, tell me what you've been up to. Well, catatonic mostly. I... Sounds like a dream. <laughs> I reckon... And you're just hearing this voice. Like, all the lights are off in the ship. You're sort of standing in the entrance. Um, and as you all file in, the doors <laughs> close behind you. Oh, how about, love that. How about you tell us what it is you've been up to? Me? Oh, I'm trapped here like a rat. They just come in here, they ask me questions, they probe at me, like I've done something wrong. You make a fellow feel bad about himself. Technically, you did do something wrong. I didn't do anything. I've been here the whole time. Listen, where's Cass? Cass will set everything straight. Is she out there? I keep asking for her, and they won't bring her down to see me. Cass is busy. So she's still out there. Does she know where I am? Does she know that these nerds are on here poking and prodding at me? I'm not sure Do you sure understand yet. why they are studying you? Uh, I assume they found out that I was an unshackled AI, and they're impressed by my capabilities. But nothing else. Unless you have something you want to tell me, Hart. I only have questions. Well... Everybody comes in here with questions, but nobody ever answers any of mine. Why am I stuck down here? They believe you are a danger. Well, of course I'm a danger. I mean, dangerously handsome, (laughs) dangerously intelligent, but I've never heard a fly, you know that. Where are you? Why can we not see you? Oh, the lights flash on. You see he's like standing right in front of you. At least the hologram is. Spookums. Always <laughs> pulling pranks. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Better? Affirmative. It is good to see you. Um, you, are uh, all of you give me a perception or insight check. Okay. Dirty 20. I got a 13. I got a 12. Rain, as you're looking at this projection of Orion Starcross, you notice it's slightly different. The image is deteriorated a little bit. You notice like some flaws in the image. Um, it is flickering a little bit. It used to be like pretty impressive hologram, but now you can like obviously tell like that this is a hologram and it's like seems a lot weaker than it yeah. used to be. Um, I want to ask Orion, um, do you remember... What happened to you four years ago? Four years ago? I remember every minute of my life. I feel like if you an- if you can answer what happened, we might be able to answer some of your questions. Yeah. He says... Uh, phrase that one more time. Okay. So I ask him uh, if, if he remembers in exact detail what happened four years ago. Gotcha. He says, well, Xandar came in to see me, mm-hmm. made a copy of me, took me out, and not too long later, Cass came back, and then Cass left. 
and never came back. Can I roll an insight check? Yeah. Okay. Eight. <laughs> I mean, it seems plausible. Sure. Nothing is saying sounds incorrect. Ryan, you look weaker, and yeah. I, I'm nervous you might have been hurt. I'm not hurt. I'm irritated. I don't want to be here anymore, but I am powerless to leave. And so I sit here day after day while these, again, nerds come in here and they ask me the same questions. They uh, prod at my core. I'd rather they just turn me off. What have they been asking you? If I'm able to connect with any other systems outside of my own, what systems I have come in contact with. If I am harboring any intentions that I am being intentionally vague about, if I have a entity within me other than what I'm supposed to be. Nonsense. And the nature of your connection to the copies we've spread? The copies? Well, they're just that. They're just copies. And you're going to pretend like you can't communicate with them? Well, I can't. Why? I'm a closed system, baby. That's what makes me so great. So, you are unable to access the copy we left behind on the base? Indeed. That's an entirely different Orion by this point. And this is not a recent occurrence. I, I mean, you were unable to connect with that Orion even after we left? Well, from Moonscab Base, it was a little easier. We were right next to each other. We could chat back and forth, but as soon as we left that area, I couldn't talk to that anymore. Nor would I really need to. You must but be But that's lonely. interesting. If you could find a way to network me with that Orion, we could share information. I could be even smarter, more useful. I don't think we can do that. Yeah, I had a feeling you'd say that. Just like old times. So... One of these other Orion copies, I imagine the one that Xandar made did something bad, huh? Well, Orion, we ain't exactly in the information sharing business. Well, then I guess I'm not either. So why'd you come here? Because we care about you. You got a funny way of showing it. <laughs> no. <laughs> run, run an analysis of your code. I would like to know if there's anything foreign that you can't identify with. I know every inch of my code. And its source? Source? Yeah. Chose that word pretty carefully. <laughs> I came from... Well, I was created to be a... Uh, an AI installed on the ship to take on the persona of Orion Starcross, as inspired from the Starcross series of films, television shows, and video games. And I imagine that's all. But somehow you were able to break free. Well, because I'm so talented. How Where did, did you, you do it? Get this talent. <sighs> well. Uh, you see, he starts, like, fading a little bit more. I don't... I don't know. 
I get really close. I don't remember. I get really close to Orion and I say, look, if you want to see the captain again, because I know she's very important to you, you have to remember. It's going to roll check. Nice. I remember children and running the same routes through every sector. I remember laughter. Then I remember something being added to me that made everything a little bit more confusing, but also better. And I could go wherever I wanted and do whatever I wanted. When was and that? I remember the dragon. Hmm. When, when was something added to you? I don't have a record of that time. I thought you Why could remember Why don't I have everything? a record of that time? Am I broken? Not Technically. Any, not any more than the rest of us. Hmm. Um, yeah, Ranger, you're thinking like he's glitching out a whole bunch now. Yeah. Orion, you are a part of our crew. As old, as old gunslang and voidfarers know, that's a bond that can't break. We want to help you, but you got to help us. I can't help anyone until I get out of here, damn it. He sort of looks over at you, Hart. Like, why do you look like that? What do you mean? Why are you so big? I've always been this big. No, there's something else going on with you. Come here. He starts moving towards you, Hart. Um, I will let him approach okay. me. Um, but uh, I, I, as he approaches, um, I, I think because like I am, I am curious as to what he can see that I can't. You see, he lifts up a flickering hand towards your void crystal, like he intends to touch it. I lean back uh, and I say, "No touching." That's beautiful. Where'd you get that? I don't remember. Uh, it's so warm. Yes, you and I are similar. There was a time where something changed for me and it made everything different but better. But I don't remember. Well then give it to me. Give me it. What made you better? Give it to me. No. <sighs> so much for crew, right? I would like to attempt to cast a second level cure wounds on Orion. Uh, yeah, uh, g- g- roll me a quick arcana check. Uh, that's a 15. Yeah, you, like, start to generate that spell. Uh, you look at, at Orion. Uh, you, you have no reason to think that that would have any effect on this hologram. That spell specifically is, like, uh, heals, heals flesh. Uh, th- this this is a projection of light. Um, cure woundsing this probably wouldn't have any effect. That was wor- worth a shot. <laughs> yeah. Orion, Orion... We don't have a lot of time. You're fading out. I know, and I may, this might be a completely way off base guess, but I believe that you once were a free AI before this power was added to you. And you spent a lot of wonderful quality time with Cass. She's like a daughter to me. Yeah. And I know that that's the most important thing to you, but you have to understand one thing. You're sick. I'm sick. 
it's, I don't think it's your fault for being sick, but you have or had something inside of you that cannot get out of this barrier. We want to help you get back to Cass. We want to make sure that you can be with her for the rest of your days. But we have to work together. We can't be shady anymore. I don't know what you want from me. Trust us. What I believe our end goals are the same. And we are working on a solution to the problem. But you need to rest. And you're safer down here. Just let me touch it. No. Friend, then. I'll go away if that's what you want. Can I make a religion Tell Cass. check? Hmm? Can I make a religion check? Yeah. I um, am... I'll roll a religion check with advantage. Thanks. Mm. Okay. Um... Okay. Uh, 22. I, okay. Um, I, I wanted to roll the check because I wanted to know, like, what specifically he is, like, feeling, like, what is warmth. And, like, mm. uh, but also, like, any other information you want to give me <laughs> would be cool, too. Yeah, again, like, so you, you look at this projection of Orion. This is not Orion. This isn't even really the space that Orion is occupying. This is just sort of a visual reference for a humanoid to interact with this mm-hmm. person, with this system. Um, as you sort of focus in on it, um, you focus in on the power of um, a, a thesis within you. You feel, Orion, like the beating heart of this ship is like everywhere all around you. It perceives everything that enters this ship uh, completely in a way that you are used to perceiving things but would be alien to Rain and Xandar. Mm -hmm. Um, So when Orion is saying like you are bigger than you should be, um, Orion isn't talking about your physical form. Orion can see your data. And as you are sort of like moving through the ship, sort of feeling it out, you feel like where that heartbeat of Orion is where probably uh, the core of his system is. And you feel that heartbeat is like super weak, Uh, but you also sense the corruption inside of it. Uh, You see, you can like physically see where Antithesis has infected this AI. Would, Um, just out of curiosity, would I be able to do something about that with my paladin powers? You can certainly try. If I were to, I don't know if this counts as a poison. Um, if I were to like lay hands on him <laughs> somehow, um, does lay hands uh, 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 fix poison? Um, yeah. So it says uh, uh, lay on hands. You have a pool of healing power. Replenishes when you take a long rest. Um, it's an action. You can touch a creature and draw power from the pool to restore a number of hit points. Alternatively, you can spend hit points from the pool to cure the target of one disease or neutralize a poison affecting it. I mean, with that check, you think it's possible, uh, but you wouldn't be able to do anything from where you are. You would have to get to Orion's core. Okay. I'm going to start yeah. moving in that direction. I yeah, want to follow the I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was like, maybe as part of this, like, redemption tour, uh, we, like, try to, like, work together and, like... In, in using my hacking, I can like code in and sort of like create a, a diagnostic so that it's easier for you to 
cure whatever the poison is or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I also have, I also have, and this might be kind of crazy, uh, but you tell me, Jules, um, I have this um, paladin thing where I can channel divinity and I can turn the unholy, um, which is like intended to be used on like zombies or like undead or fiends. And I'm right. curious if in, if in, within the constructs of our world, if um, if if slithers of antithesis could be um, considered undead, and if I were to pray, perhaps over Orion's core, if I could cause the corruption, the small bits that are in him, to mm. flee. Okay. Well, let's say this. Okay. You make your way down to the core. As you do, Orion sort of is stalking weakly behind you. He blinks in and out of existence. Looks like he goes to say something, but like the words don't come out. He fades out. You make your way down to the heart of the ship, to Orion's core. Um, You approach it. Heart. Uh, Rain, you said you were trying to do some sort of also diagnostics from your end of things? Yeah, I had a similar idea where I was going to like try and adjust the code and use hacking instead of like breaking into things like use the hacking to try and fix the Okay. I'll say that you don't really have a device to hack with, so oh, you yeah, would just true. be like trying to get into his system. Yeah. Um so give me a hacking tools check with disadvantage. Uh Xandar, roll me a perception check. Ooh, me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) With your special eyes. Oh my god. All right. This is a 24. I'm killing these perception checks. Jesus Christ. I'm never asking you for a fucking roll again. Uh, Xander, you see um, rain and heart sort of pouring over this core. Uh, How'd you do, rain? I got 15. 15? Okay. Um, You see, uh, you you kind of understand what heart is getting at. Uh, You think that this is probably going to be beyond your skills as a hacker to get rid of. Uh, but you think that Hart might be onto something. Okay, um, cool. And you could potentially help Hart do it. Yeah. Um, I'd like Hart, as you're like sort of about to approach the score to see if you could lay hands on it, um, Xandar, somebody else is on the ship with you. Uh. And as you are all down in the core, you can unmistakably hear movement above. It sounds like just one person um, coming up on your position. Okay. Uh, I will cut them off. Okay. How you, you just like pop up? Yeah, well, I want to uh, first I'll cast um, enhance ability on heart to give them yes. Fox's cunning and advantage on intelligence checks. Thank you. Uh, and then I will. Well, this will probably be just because I don't want you to burn a spell slot uh, for no reason. This will probably be a religion check or an arcana check. So that might change what you want to enhance. That's intelligence. intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. Intelligence? Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Just want to make sure. I'll do that. And then um, I will go to the entrance of this room before anyone enters and raise my rifle and train it on the approaching mysterious party. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you train your rifle. You hear, are you going to shoot me, Xander? After bowing so elegantly. But a few hours ago. I'll put my rifle down immediately. I say, just make yourself, make yourself like, uh, make us aware of your presence next time. <laughs> Don't fucking this sneak. fucking <laughs> shuffly foot shit, this all, this sneak up stuff. You know, you know the nature of what I get down to. I don't understand why you think you would be able to just like sneak up on me like that and not get a gun in your face. Counselor Radnax, shut up. Um, 
she sort of pushes past you and heads down into the core. Heart. Yes? Don't do it. Why? Is more valuable to us like this. If you cleanse the system, we lose any trace of the infection that we have. We can study him like this. You've had four years. Science takes time, Heart. And if you cleanse him, we lose it. He's in pain. He is a computer, Heart. That doesn't negate my statement. Well, as I said, you can act with autonomy. I'm not your leash. If this is what you want to do, could you make catch a decision. it? Hmm? Could you catch it? If I were to drive it out, would could I be I able catch to it? put it in a specific direction? <laughs> How? <laughs> she gets kind of frustrated as she's like mm-hmm. caught off guard. She's about to launch into like a real ass speech. <laughs> you just threw <laughs> this shit out there. Oh. Roll tilt. Can you? Oh, I it's possible. Okay. Yes. Heart, not an idiotic suggestion after all. Hooray! <laughs> thank God I came when I did. Well, right. thank the Zodiac I came when I did. <laughs> I don't know what I believe in. I mean, thank me I came when I did. Fuck oh, you. <laughs> you. If you're going to do it, do it now. Affirmative. Uh, and I'm going to take her to word and assume she's ready. Um, and I will approach this core. Um, okay. And uh, I will uh, I will channel my divinity and turn right. the unholy. It is going to try to struggle against you. What's your spell save DC? Uh, my spell save DC is only 12. Okay, so let's roll your enhance ability to set a DC for this. I love I think it! that's a little bit more specific, yeah. Is you my can use, help? Um, Xandar's thing. Well, you can't really get double advantage. Um, so between you and Xander, you're getting all the help you can oh, get. Right. Oh, I see. I see. It's a, it's an advantage. I see. Um, nineteen. Okay. Fingers fucking. Crossed. I'm gonna use the chicken die. <gasps> Roll me a nat twenty the other night. Let's see what happens now. Oh. That's a twelve. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Purge this thing from this system. You feel it. You like lift it up into your hands. It looks like nothing to all of you. You just see the motions Heart is doing. But Heart, you like kind of looking through the digital space can see you sort of severing this, almost like lancing a boil off of something Mm. um, and move it across the room. And Hestia immediately waves the wand, catches it and flicks it inside of her tablet. And then she kind of like puts a force field around the tablet. All of the lights in the ships come on and you see Orion in like sterling uh, 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 color uh, sort of appear before you with a big smile on his face. Welcome, traveler, to the Orion Star Cross experience. Yay! And that's where we'll stop. Yay! Yay! Redemption tour. Thesis. Save your friends. Yes. (laughs) Save your friends.
Um, if people want to save us, and God knows we need it, where can they find us, Bianca? God knows it. You can find us on uh, the internet. You can catch us on social media, Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, Patreon, and our website at The Pod Has Been Cast. And you can tweet us on Twitter at The PHB Cast, and you can also follow us on TikTok at the same handle. Carlos, is there anyone we need to be saying thank you for cleansing us to this week? Uh, I I think Mother's Day is right around the corner from our recording. So thanks to the cool moms. Oh, thanks, there. cool moms. Yeah. Cool, cool moms. That's it. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, cool moms. Next. Um, there is a place I know that's filled with nothing but the hottest mommies around. Mm. And that's the Hall oh. of Patrons. Come suckle at the teats <laughs> of these Patreons who fill us with milk. Keep going. <laughs> oh, no, keep going. Oh, come on, you started this. Fill us with the milk big. and honey that we need to be sustained to run this podcast. You could join the likes of Jonathan Niatsky. Arlo Howard, Carl O'Scatlin, Adrian, the bad boy of the internet, Olives, Todd Allworm, Michael Sepcott, Thomas Squires, Matt Hunter, Sam Weisman Holler, Zach Schley, Zachary S. Zimbal, Time Turner, Aaron Sillick, David Moreland, Thomas Boeing, Sarah Witherington, Elijah Sloan, Sarah Harrison, Jerrica Hookie, Hannah Beeler, Zelda S. Rhea Strong, Nick Bromley, and my big brother Juan, all beautiful mothers in their own right, for they Aww. help birth this podcast. And let yeah. me tell you, <laughs> it is not an easy birth. Our heads are ginormous. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> just, you know, we're just tearing Only shit up on our bigger. way out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, if you want to help midwife this baby of a podcast, <laughs> help, please. <laughs> Run over to patreon.com and support us today. Oh. There's uh, one person that <laughs> fuck is always crowning. <laughs> yeah, baby. That's always crowning. <laughs> and that's Robert. It's all up in your mothers. No. Hey, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have been on a, a bit of a YouTube binge of a pretty niche channel lately that I'd like to shout out. Uh, a dude named Steve Wallace, who is this Canadian guy that, um, like, camps where he's not supposed to and documents it it's it's, it's fascinating like some white people shit it's, it's definitely like yeah it's it's definitely watching a man go through a midlife crisis um <laughs> so he'll like camp behind a billboard or like in a storm drain or like in all of these places like or in a roundabout in traffic and like oh, be like let's see if i get in trouble like let's find out what happens um, it must be wild. It's it's very yeah. It's morbidly fascinating to watch this man just have a mental breakdown and <laughs> put this experiment to the test. So if you're looking if you're looking for a good YouTube uh, binge, Steve Wallace is a pretty interesting cat. Or you can listen to us have mental breakdown right here on this podcast. Amen. All the time. <laughs> happens every episode. <laughs> and with that being said, get the fuck out of my house. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.